Hey there, squash fans. It is that time of the year again where a lot of squash players hang up their tennis rackets, put away their golf clubs, and start getting back out onto the squash courts. But they're also members of the squash community who not only play year-round, but also are busy making sure that come the fall, you can hit the ground running and get involved in some amazing programs. One of the initiatives that has been one of the most successfully run programs in the United States is Women in Squash Week. This program only kicked off less than 10 years ago in New York City, and today there are up to 47 chapters across 21 states, with even some international countries throwing up their rackets to be counted during this fantastic week. Take a listen to a quick clip from a recent squash radio interview with two women who are helping to drive women squash in the United States to new levels. Here is Jen Gabler and Kathleen Cowles sharing their update about this fantastic progress. What about this? This call is being recorded. Before we um, move on to the quick fire segment, I just want to spend a little bit of time talking about women's squash in the United States. I mean, you two are at the core of really taking this to a new level and there's a lot of great activity going on. So uh, we talked a little bit about the Howitt Cup, which is going to be this November, if I'm in D.C., if I'm remembering correctly. November 10th or 12th at Squash and Fire in D.C., but there's also a bunch of other activities and that you guys are working on. I'd love to just spend some time digging into that. So give us the latest. What's going on? Well, myself, Kim Clerkin, and AJ Copeland um, lead a group of very fired up women uh, nationally who have comprised the women's committee. And up to this point, we've had very sort of episodic events, the How Cup in November. And in the end of September, we do something called Women's Squash Week which is a series of 40 events nationwide and internationally to get women back on the courts after the summer. So we have those two events and lucky for us, we met up with people like Kathleen, who's been a huge contributor and others who are working on how do we take those episodic events and make them into a program that's going to really drive women's participation. And so Kathleen's been really working on the messaging first and I've been helping working on uh, the funding piece. And so we would like to make sure that after Women's Squash Week happens, that we feed programs nationally that will have women's round robins, clinics, will help develop women coaches. I'll let Kathleen jump in now too, but we're trying, we're on the cusp right now of really taking this to the next level. But it's going to take money, and it's going to take effort, and I think a lot of people are we're ready to do this. Yeah, what we call it is, is a, a women's squash activation program, and we're trying to now put all these things together to just get more people motivated. The idea is then putting all these things into a movement, and like Jen said, we need activities, we need tournaments for that, we need funds for that, we need that culture that everybody feels, oh, yes, I'm part of it, and I rec- I can identify myself with it. And then, obviously, we need mentors, and that's also something Jen is working on uh, very closely. We're looking at uh, to activate more isolated squash regions to become more active, in the first instance, from a very leisure activity point of view, squash as, as a hobby, things towards maybe next year, getting some milestones there that we can get new teams from new areas to the How Cup. 
So that's something that uh, obviously Jen is also working on. Yeah, we're really lucky. We had a group from Chicago come um, this year for the first time. We'd love to get teams from Atlanta, from Charlottesville, from non-traditional squash areas. Because I think that once the women come and see and participate in this event, they get the bug. And of course, I think you understand that in addition to all the factors that Kathleen mentioned, a lot of times we have women who drop out of squash right after college. They're working very hard where they start families. And it's trying to keep women playing post-college who played. It's trying to get those who've taken a break to come back. It's trying to have people who've never tried squash try squash, tennis players or other athletic women, because you know of all the benefits. That's who we're trying to appeal to, and we are trying to reach out to new geographies. That all makes a lot of sense, and it's just building on an already robust and passionate foundation. And just to give some context there for the Women's Squash Week, because I think that's, I mean, one of the, when you look at successful squash programs been executed, that's one that stands out to me. I think it was only, was it 10 years ago now? Is there was, prior to that, there was no Women's Squash Week and it started in one city and now you said it's up to uh, 40 cities. So Absolutely. And I got to give the credit to Emily Steve and Jessica, Emily Steve and Jessica Green, I believe Wilson now. I'm sorry. She, they did this in New York and basically we just have people, they can run any kind of event that they want to during that week. They can do a round robin, they can do a clinic, they can do anything they want. And it varies from Boston where we have 70 women show up at the Muir Center to um, just a few people at a, at a meetup in Vassar. But we now are going to, this year we have events in Canada, in Ireland, in Britain, as well as all over the U.S. And it's just we do a lot of social media around it so people see what the other events are happening, and it's a great way to, to kick off the season. The basic message is to all your listeners there that they really have to get their act together and, and think about uh, yeah joining or, or really trying to uh, hold an event because we really need as many events as we can. There are an excellent starting point towards more clinics, towards more round robins in your center, towards just more a bigger squash community. So um, that's really a big, big uh, ask from us to everybody out there to um, find out more about the Women's Squash Week. And that information can be found on the U.S. Squash website as well. Yeah, the sign-up is right now. And out of that, people like Christy Maroc out in San Diego have out of Women's Squash Week, she signed up a bunch of people and they had a continuing clinic all year. So that's how, how that will really feed future. I love it. It's a great way to, to grow the sport that we all love. And it really is. It's amazing. We, we do have to get out there and just ask people to play. I think that's sometimes underestimated. So you heard it. Go to usquash.com. Check out Women's Squash Week and all the other great activity. But thank you for both of your guys' leadership in this area. And there's, there's already huge accomplishments to date. And it looks like there's more on the horizon. Thank you so much for your time today and for joining us on Squash Radio. We hope you enjoyed this latest episode. But before you leave, we just have one quick last message. As you know, Squash Radio wants to help tell some of the best stories from Squash World. But in order to do that, we want and welcome your help. Do you know a person or a story that involves squash 
that is interesting, funny, moved you, you care about, reflects your passion for the sport, well, share it with us and let's try and get it out there on the air. You can email me at squashradio at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media. Again, thanks for your time and, well, until next time, be well and have fun. Mm-hmm.